May 63. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. All right. Yeah. Job 33. Yeah, Job 33 to 36. So, man, like, Job has been a long one. Cats is long-winded. Cats is talking. And, you know, the speeches are winding down. Last time we got introduced to this young bull. Right. His name is Elihu. And he comes out talking a little spicy. A little, a little, little spicy. Greasy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, but one of the things that's interesting is that now he's going to, in 33, finally address Job directly. Right. Right. And he's basically going to start off like, yo, man to man, human to human, like, listen up, right? Yeah. Um, and by the way, like, refute me if you can. So you even right. see this kind of like arrogance comes out. But one of the things I will say that I think, um, at least initially, he does maybe to a degree better than the other friends is mm-hmm. that he does speak about the character of God. Right? right. He tries his best to get him to see from God's perspective right right and um what's interesting though is you know he uh does that but he also doesn't um initially at least he doesn't speculate about what job did right he kind of goes off what job said right right right, right. Yeah. so he'll push back there um however uh what is dope too is you know he he does say something helpful when he says like essentially like man god has already spoken right right so he was like yo like god reveals himself and dreams and suffering and visions, all this stuff. And he's like, yo, the conversation has already started. Right. right. And I think that's a cue for us when mm. we're looking for wisdom. God has already spoken. Yeah. Right. Like we are entering a conversation that God has started with the person of Jesus. Right. But with his word as well. Right. And so we do well to take heed to those things. Yeah. 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 And no, no. That's a good, yeah, point. Yeah. So, yeah, you do see him responding to the things that Job has said. So yeah. he doesn't just come right out the gate and start yeah. to refute him. So you do see a sense of somebody that does like, yeah, sit back and mm-hmm. listen. Um, mm-hmm. Man, in chapter 34, though, this is where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you, you start to see things maybe turn and shift a bit, right? Yep. I think particularly um, 34 verse 10, he says this, yo, Therefore, listen to me, you men of understanding. (laughs) It is impossible for God to do wrong and for the Almighty to act unjustly. Mm. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. For he repays a person according to his deeds, Mm. and he gives him what his conduct deserves. Generally, yes. Mm. Ultimately, yes. Mm. But not solely. Yeah. Right? And this is... The problem that we continue to see through the book and the problem that we see here, they're going to take who God is generally and then start to uh, interpret all of life through that end. And and there is no conception in his mind, like the rest of them, as suffering Mm -hmm. as a just just act of God that is not directly related to judgment Mm -hmm. or punishment. Mm -hmm. And that's where things break down for him. Yeah. And I think it resonates with us so well because that's our instinct as well mm-hmm. to relate the judgment of God. Even if we don't um, accuse God of injustice, mm. it's hard for us to unlink mm-hmm. 
suffering that God allows from some type of judgment. Yeah. And that's not the case. Yeah. Two things I thought about, man. Um, Absolutely true. It's something, it's just really difficult for us. But one, it's like, I love the Bible because the people and characters are dynamic, right? Right. They're not just, oh, he's all good. He's all bad. Right. Like, right. Like you, you see the nuance yeah. that the scriptures are trying to portray. Like, hey, he says some helpful things. He says some unhelpful things. Right, right, right. right. Um, like you said, man, like with Elihu and what me, the others have done as well is they've made, um, they've turned a both and into an either or. Mm. Right. So yeah. it's like you defend the just character of God. Right. But for some reason that makes you. Like feel like you have to incriminate Job, right? And what we're saying is like, and obviously with the whole book and context, right. it's like, no, it's like both ends. Job can be innocent, right? And God can still be just, right, 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 right. right. And so, um, yeah, we just have to make space for those things. And I think too, like from Job's perspective, it's tough to do, but like, yeah, like the fight and the prayer for us in the midst of suffering is to take the meat and spit out the bones, right? Right. Like I, I remember you were saying one day, bro, like how. The in worst. A, in a season of suffering, people can say some of the most unhelpful The things, worst. Bro. And the you worst. had to just like, yeah, take what was helpful. I know you mean well. Yeah. I know you mean well. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then even later, man, it's funny that he's going to say, um, you know, um, be patient with me a little longer. I will inform you. For there is still more to be said on God's behalf. I will get my knowledge from a distant place and ascribe justice to my maker. Indeed, my words are not false. Hear this. One who has complete knowledge is with you. Right? And so one of the things we've said is, one, where can wisdom be found? Right. Two, like nobody has the ultimate perspective. Right, right, right. right. And for Elihu to say that, the irony is he's showing that he... Right. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it, right? Yep. Saying that he has the ultimate perspective shows that he doesn't have the ultimate perspective. Right. And shows that even he needs wisdom as well, not just Job. That's good. Yeah. And I had that there. Yo, even for him to say there is more to be said on God's behalf, that is true. And right. do you know who's going to say it? God. God. God's going to be the one to speak on his behalf because, yeah, like you said, mm -hmm. there's nobody here in this book, including Job, that right. is speaking uh, clearly and fully on God's behalf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And um, you know, it's funny that again he'll say in uh thirty six he'll say, "Man, you know, God is exalted beyond our knowledge. The number of His years cannot be counted." And it's like, man, like that's that's actually <laughs> the that that uh a verse that best kind of interprets the situation because it's like God is infinite. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's just hard for us to remember. Like his knowledge and his ways are often beyond human comprehension. Yeah. Right. Humanity cannot fully understand or appreciate infinity. Right. And, you know, it's interesting, bro, because like we said, there's a third way to look at this. It's not an either or. But also, uh, we just have to remember, man, like because God is infinite, that means he will do things that we don't understand, right. but he also will do things that we can't understand. Right. And the, the key for us as believers is to not relate to God based on what we don't know, right? but what we do know. That's good. Yeah. That's so good. That's the mistake we make. Right. Right? Yo, I had, I, I've, I've literally heard it. Yo, I had a question about this and I couldn't get an answer. <laughs> 
song good, I'm done. Right. And it's like, yo, yo, what about all the stuff you do know about God? Right, right, right. right. Like, where does that just goes out the window, right? That's good. And so, um, yeah, I think that's just important for us. To ah, that's good. Yeah. And not just how we re- re- relate to God, yeah. right? But how we relate to people that are undergoing hardship, yeah. right? There's a lot of things that we do know, right? The Bible tells us, yo, to be patient, mm. right? The Bible tells us that God is good and all of it. The pipe, mm. the Bible tells us how to respond. Mm. Uh, what we don't know is why. Yeah. So, right? So, Job 36, 21, Elihu's going to say this. But, Job, be careful that you do not turn to iniquity, for that is why you have been tested by affliction. Fam, you don't know why. Yeah, that's good. And if you don't know the why, mm. right, then don't open that front door. Stay out of that arena. Stay out of that house. That room, the room of why, is often locked to all of us. Yeah. So let's spend our times on the things that we do know about the character of God and who he is mm. and not trying to diagnose the source of people's suffering when we don't have the x-ray machine that tells us what lies at the heart of their affliction yeah yeah Yeah. man i I would just say like last kind of tip you know job is not gonna know why spoiler alert like he's still not gonna know why god is not gonna say hey at the beginning of this joint man i was just like he's just not and um that's the tip for us like there's just some things in this life that we'll just never know why yeah but also I think what God is most interested in, not in us being, um, I think you said it one time, he was like detectives. <laughs> right. Trying to figure out exactly why, but just being faithful responders. Mm. Right? Like Let's go. the Lord wants us to respond faithfully yeah. when suffering comes. Not try, always try to make sense of why it came. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Let's pray. God, even when we don't know why, I pray that you would remind us that you've given us a faithful testimony of who, who you are, who you've created us to be, uh, and how you determined that we would relate. God, you're good, you're in control, and we are those that are needy, we're dependent on you. Help us to trust you fully, even in the times when it seems so hard. It's in Jesus' name.